Welcome to Pull Up the Tape Podcast, the podcast that keeps you connected by providing all the hottest and most current takes in the world of sports. This podcast is a full version of today's episode. Lastly, share this podcast with anyone you know that loves basketball, boxing, football, MMA, and soccer. It's greatly appreciated. Happy listening and enjoy the episode. What's up, y'all? So my name is Michael Delu. Today is episode 86 of Pull Up the Tape. It is also Friday, August 8th. I'm really, really excited to be doing today's podcast. I'm always excited to be recording a podcast. Whenever this, it, like, it, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't get any more happier for me than when I'm doing this. I love this. Y'all remember that? Ep- y'all, y'all remember that that clip of uh, Ron Artest where he was when he was on a when he was you know on the tail end of his career. He was like, I love basketball. I love ba- I love recording this podcast. I love recording this podcast. And you know what? I got a lot to talk about today. I'm revealing my, my all-NBA selections. Uh, but before I do that, I have a lot of bad news for Philadelphia 76ers fans, okay? Um, and I feel like what I'm about to discuss is going to be... Uh, a forecast of what is to come in the future. All right. So last night they lost to the Toronto Raptors 115 to, let me see. Hold on, hold on, hold on. They lost one. I, I think it's either 115 or 114 to 119. All right. And the biggest thing from the biggest thing from that whole, whole situation is it just, there, there was a lot. There was a lot of big things, but I, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just list my, 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 the biggest takeaways. Last night, lost as I, as I was watching the highlights and you know analyzing the game and watching post game interviews and you know reporters get, give their takes. Man, honestly, it just seems like the, the Sixers are are the, it, it's quite obvious. Look, look, the Sixers are either he- headed for a first round exit or a second round exit. One of the two. I, I, I honestly can't. I honestly cannot. Oh, Michael, you might be overreacting, but no. I honestly cannot see a situation where the Sixers make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. It's not happening. I don't think I, it's it's just not going to work. Joel Embiid and, and Joel Embiid is not the problem. Joel Embiid last night poured in thirty and ten. Um, James Harden had thirteen points and fifteen assists, but you know, which is a decent stat line. But he shot three of twelve from the field, one of four from three, and that's honestly just not going to cut it. Like that's. It's not going to cut it whatsoever. The Sixers didn't mortgage off their fucking future and trade Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, and multiple first-round picks to get, like, lackluster production. And, you know, the the most discouraging thing about this is this isn't just a one-game thing. This isn't a one-off situation or a one-off thing. It on, James Harden has been playing bad basketball for the past like 10 games like honestly he hasn't been aggressive he hasn't found his shot he it just there's a lot there's a lot of, a lot of things to take away from this shit and it's and like one one of them being like you know maybe this whole pairing with him and Joel Embiid is just not even going to end up working in the long run because he doesn't look like he's gelled with him it doesn't look like he's found his form like okay I'm, I'm, I'm gonna throw out, I'm gonna throw out his, his stats his stats in Brooklyn and then his, his stats with the with the Sixers so in Brooklyn, he averaged 23 points, 10 rebounds, and 8 assists, shot 41% from the field, and 33% from three. 
since he's got to the since he's got to Sixers, twenty one points, ten rebounds, seven assists, forty percent from the field, and thirty percent from three. Everything, everything, every single metric has dipped beside rebounds. He's averaging two less points, one less assist, shooting one percent less efficient from from the field, and three percent less efficient from three. And, and, and peep this. The last four games he's played, the last four games he's played, he hasn't made more than four shots. The last time James Harden made double-digit shots was in fucking January. And last I checked, I feel like in January he was still on the fucking the nets. So there's, there's, there's three ways you can look at it. Either he's not gelling well with Joel Embiid, He's declining as a player, or he's just he, he just doesn't have doesn't have it. I, I I don't know. Each of the three is very very discouraging and very very disappointing. Because man, if the, and 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 on top of this, on top of that, on top of that, he's a free agent at the end of the season. James Harden is a free agent at the end of this season. James Harden is a free agent at the end of this season, and it's it, it's just like really really like. I don't know. The the Sixers front office are going to be in a in a really really tight situation because obviously he's going to ask for max money, but truthfully, I don't think James Harden is a max player anymore. I don't think James Harden is a max player anymore. The the whole notion that I mean, I I, I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong, but I'm just I'm just telling you what what the eye test is showing me. The eye test is showing me that James Harden does not have it anymore. And like I said, I if the if the season were to end today, the Sixers are going to play the the Toronto Nets. I mean Toronto, Toronto Toronto Nets, the Toronto Raptors. I can see, I can see a situation where like what where that series goes three goes six six games six seven games. Like it's it's not a guarantee. I feel like the Sixers will win. I I don't I don't see it as a guarantee. It, 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 crazy thing is yesterday, yesterday the the Toronto Raptors won. Guess who they didn't have? They didn't have Fred Van Fleet. Arguably their best player. They did not have Fred Van Fleet. So, in watching that, I'm just I, I, <clears throat> very discouraging. And I don't want I don't want to say it as like, oh, they didn't have this guy. That means blah blah blah. Like, no, I understand it. Uh, the the Sixers also didn't have Matisse Thybul, but I mean, he's not as important as Fred Van Fleet is to the Raptors. Okay, so. Fred Van Fleet was an all-star this year. I don't think – I can't see a situation where Matisse Thybul will ever be an all-star. Uh, not in this life. No, I don't want to say not in this lifetime, but, you know, it. it I, I, I personally feel like it's highly unlikely. You guys can let me know if you if you disagree, but I don't know. I, I, and personally with the Sixers, it, it looked good the first couple games, but now it just seems like it's not working. Joel, they don't have any chemistry with each other. And I just feel like they probably I don't I don't know might have got desperate and just traded I I don't know I don't know but I mean the whole Ben Ben Simmons situation I mean they, they had to get rid of him so I understand why they why why they were so eager to trade him but it just doesn't seem like it's working and the big the biggest thing that I want the biggest thing that seems to be that that seems like that needs to be addressed is just the fact that at this point in the season. You're getting ready for the playoffs. You're gearing up for the playoffs for for hopefully what is a championship run. Even though I personally do not feel like the Sixers are going to win anything, see, I right, you I mean you can quote me on this. Sixers aren't winning shit. 
Are they going to get bounced in the first round or bounced in the second round? If they get bounced in the first round, I would not be surprised. But I know for a fact, if they make it out the second round, they're getting bounced in the it, the 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 Nets will beat them. I'm I'm just saying, list the potential teams they're going to play in the in, in the second round. Mm, let me guess. It's either going to be the Bucks, they'll lose to them. The Heat, they will lose to them, and the Celtics. All those teams will beat will beat the fucking will beat will beat the shit out out of the Sixers. Don't see that. Don't Sixers are not a complete team. Honestly, the Sixers gave up weight. Ah, oh, man, it is what it is. Honestly, but I and th- and this is why I I hope I'm gonna say this is gonna be the last thing I say. I hope in one month, not even one month, in in three weeks, I don't have to fry James Harden the same way I had to, I had to fry Kyle Kuzma like I did last year. I hope, I sincerely hope, because I, I I truly I like James Harden. You feel me? James Harden, he he be with all the real niggas, Dirk. Baby, Meek, he was with Nip, Bino, all money in. He's left-handed. He's from Los Angeles. He went to Arizona State University, forks up. I went there. I want to root for James Harden. I like James Harden. He just has to, like, ah, man. But anyways, so the season is ending, and I wanted to get into my all-NBA selections I'm going to start off with third team, then the second team, then the first team, and then I'm going to wrap up today's podcast. It's going to be done just like that. So the first selection on the third team, we got Trey Young of the Atlanta Hawks. At this season, he averaged 28 points, nine assists. He was third in assists, and he was selected to his second straight all-star selection. Props to Trey Young. He balled out this season. Uh, hopefully, hopefully the Atlanta Hawks make it into the playoffs. And they could do some damage there. As of right now, they're slated into play, and I think they will play the uh, the Brooklyn Nets. So we'll see how that's going to turn out because the play-in starts on Tuesday uh, in a couple days. So I'm really, really excited about that. Next up, we got Donovan Mitchell, 26 points, five assists, and he was selected to his third straight All-Star game. He has his he has his Utah Jazz, if I'm not mistaken, as the fifth seed in the West right now. Um, next, but not next, but definitely not least, we got DeMar DeRozan, 28 points, five, re- five rebounds, five assists, his first all-star game selection in four years and the best scoring output of his career. And I specifically want to highlight DeMar DeRozan because, oh my God, when DeMar DeRozan was, was signed with the Chicago Bulls, I read report after report after report after report that this was the worst signing of the offseason. Literally, so many people called it the worst signing of the offseason. And I, I and DeMar DeRozan did nothing but prove that wrong. There was a stretch in the, there was a point in the NBA where DeMar DeRozan went off for 30 for 35 points, 10 games in a row. Shout out to DeMar DeRozan man for rewriting the script on his career. I don't I personally don't even see the Bulls getting out the first round, but nevertheless, uh, it was a pleasure a pleasure to watch Demar Demar operate. Hit if I if I off the top of my head, I think I can remember like three or four game winners that he hit this season. So shout out to Demar. Jimmy Butler, twenty one points, five rebounds, five assists. Was selected to his sixth All Star game this year. Led the Miami Miami Heat to the best record in the East. Best player on the best team in the East, record wise. So shout out to Jimmy Butler. Cat, Carl Anthony Towns, 24, 24 points, 10 rebounds, 
First All-Star game in three years. Has his team slated in the play-in? So, I mean, I personally don't see them making the actual playoffs, but I can't, de- can't, can't deny he was a top three center in the league, and that's why he was selected. He, he, select, he made it to the uh, first to the third team. All right. So, I'm going to move on to the second team. Wardell Stephen Curry the second. 25 points, six assists, another all-star game. Led Golden State to the to, to, to third seed in the West. At, at, at the top of the year, they were they, they had the top top record in the NBA until the injury bug hit them. Nevertheless, he still balled out. Uh, and also shout out to Stephen Curry to the, uh shout out to Stephen Curry again because he was able to pass Ray Allen for the most three pointers in NBA history this season at the at Madison Square Garden. If my memory serves correct, I think it was December fifteenth. It was December something. December something. All right. Next up, John Morant, twenty seven points, twenty seven points, twenty seven points and six assists. Seventh school. Oh, no, yeah, twenty seven points and six assists. Seventh scoring and six six. Uh, ah, twenty seven points and six assists. He's seventh in scoring, and why I'm giving him why I'm giving him the second second place second team nod and the nod over uh, Trey Young and Donovan Mitchell is the fact that he led Memphis to the second seed in the West and secured his first of many All Star games. Okay, John Morant is a fucking dog and him. Okay, look, I I I I, I challenge anyone anyone. If you can provide proof that you had the Memphis Grizzlies finishing as a top four seed in the West, as a top four, I, 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 will, I, will, I will give you $500. Hey, send this to anyone. Send this to anyone. If they can prove that they had the, the Memphis Grizzlies, I'm not even going to say second, a top four seed. So if you had them as, as, as first, second, third, or fourth, I will give. I will personally give you four, five hundred dollars. Okay, but I doubt anyone could do that because I don't think anyone, 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 anyone had Memphis finishing this high, and which is so amazing because they're you know the 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 surprise and the you know the feel good story of this of this season in the NBA. I don't think I, I I don't. It's just very very shocking to see what the Memphis Grizzlies have were able to do this season. And John Morant was 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 the leader and uh, and held shit down for them. Uh, posters on posters, buckets on buckets, dimes on dimes. John Morant is a nigga. LeBron James, thirty points, eight rebounds, six assists, almost won the scoring title. Probably would have made the first team if not for injuries. Nineteenth season in the league. Next year will be his twentieth. You know everything LeBron did this year was just just you know. History in the making, honestly. Kevin Durant, 29 points, seven, seven, 29, 29 points, seventh in points, six assists. And, you know, just like LeBron James, if not for the injuries, would have made the first team. Joel Embiid, 30 points, 11 rebounds, MVP candidate and possible scoring champion. Um, pretty much carried the Sixers for the majority of this season without Ben Simmons, without, you know. So he gets... Second team center. Uh, first team, obviously, is Nikola Jokic. I'm going to, and the only reason why I have Nikola Jokic ahead of him is because Nikola Jokic played seven more games than Joel Embiid and put up monster numbers just like Embiid. But 
I got to give it. And they have a better record than the, than the Sixers. Nicole Jokic, 27 points, 13 rebounds, 8 assists, another MVP season, scoring title. And like I said, I mean, and he could possibly win the scoring title. And as I said before, he played seven more games than Embiid. I, I just wanted to address the whole center situation before I moved on to the first team. Now, the first team All-NBA. The so five of the baddest niggas on the planet. Don Luka Doncic, 28 points, eight assists, was fifth in assists, and top 10 in scoring. The best point guard this season, period. Devin Booker, 27 points, five assists, led the Suns to the best record in the NBA and the best record in team history. Buckets on buckets on buckets. Devin Booker is a nigga. Jason Tatum, 27 points, 8 rebounds. His third straight All-Star game. And since, since the start of the year, oh, my God, has just been cooking, cooking, cook, buckets on buckets on buckets. Giannis, Shina, Ugo, Adete Kumpo, okay? 30 points, 11 rebounds, 6 assists. Another MVP caliber season, possible scoring title, and the best player in the NBA, all right? And that wraps up my three All-NBA teams. I don't give a fuck about the defensive teams. Don't care. Never never cared. Probably never will care. Um, and that's honestly going to wrap up episode 86 of Pull Up the Tape. My name is Michael DeLue. I just want to thank everybody that's supporting me, everybody who has supported me. I want to shout out to all the people who, who, have, who are interactive with my last video. I got the most likes. I think I've some of the, the most likes on my podcast I've, I, on an episode I've gotten in a very, very long time. Uh, with that being said, viral movie, bow, shake the fucking room. Long live Nip. May the marathon continue. Long live Pop. Long live Kobe, long live Gigi, and long live my brother Abdul. I love you, bro. All right. With that being said, I'm out this hoe. Bow. Baby girl, can we meet the woo? Woo. Oh, yeah. And free Chef G.